0: he's just a hack he's just an absolute hack and he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week it's just he was terrible it's just terrible we're back here on hack city joe delio and sean anderson two former college football players from the university of rhode island we're doing yet another conference preview episode back 12 episode got some pretty good reaction uh some people called both of us usc haters which i thought was kind of funny I think you should have worn your USC hat. I do. You have any Big Twelve hats, by the way? We're doing the Big Twelve today. Do you have any? Uh, shoot, See, hold You have so many hats. If you were smart, you could have prepared for this. You could be preparing.
1: For I this. got. Uh, I'm wearing an Alco- Alcoa hat, uh, which is a, a very small regional company in Tennessee. Uh, it's all, but I don't think I have any Big Twelve hats.
0: Okay, I don't well, know. That's a shame. I,
1: I mean, who would I get? What hat
0: would I get? Uh, maybe a TCU one because we were both in on the TCU bit. That would make some sense, but I don't know. We're not. What about Iowa for that. State? Iowa State's just stinks. <laughs> just, just a not nothing the- program. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's just such a. Oh yeah, uh, we're not even the good team in Iowa. Like like what? I, they, they almost barely they almost lost in northern Iowa what no with the CFE guys
1: they've had so much shtick on Iowa State and Ames and Iowa that I I almost I think I have to get some Iowa State or Iowa merch I have to it's, I have
0: to get some this, stuff. is it anti
1: or is it oh low? they're
0: just well I
1: last year Iowa's offense was so bad so obviously that was subject to yeah. a lot of uh uh joking but um Iowa State and the Ames uh, water uh mm-hmm. song. Was very big. Let me think. I don't know. It's just the corn. It's everything about Iowa and Iowa State. It makes me laugh whenever they talk about it.
0: It's like generic state. That's what Iowa State exactly. Is. It's just the most generic <laughs> yeah. nothing school. They win eight eight to six games. Decent season. They got a Every decent. Year, they got it. a decent logo though. Yeah. Eh. Um. So Sean, I'm back home this week. Yeah. I want to share I want to share something with you and our listeners that I witnessed this weekend. Uh, before we get into the um, into the preview. So I'm back home in Hoboken hence the the horrid lighting and the terrible background. Um glasses. and yep. I'm back in New Jersey. I the first Friday back went out with my friends uh, in New York City. Sure. I love New York City. It's great. Had a good time. Caught up with a friend I haven't seen in a while but there was Two guys that aren't really in our friend group that tagged along. Don't really know who invited them, but we knew them from high school. They were invited to tag along. Night's going great. Towards the end of the night, we just kind of decided, oh, let's go to a cigar lounge. So we go to a cigar lounge. We get some cigars. I know you're giving me a look because you think I don't like cigars, but I do. I really like cigars. No, I just didn't think that's where your night was going to go, but okay. I'm kind of tracking here. Okay. So we go to the cigar lounge. It's a very nice lounge that we're in Soho. Uh, not too expensive, oh. and we're kind of all, we're all kind of looking at the menu, and I'm like, you know, I'm asking my one friend, like, which one do you think I should get? Like, we're getting bourbon and stuff, and we're all ordering, and it comes around to this one kid who we're like not really that like, close friends with, but came along with us, and we're all like, we're all ordering the same thing, and this this guy orders a flatbread with vodka sauce on it and a chocolate lava cake no cigar no <laughs> bourbon that's what he orders <laughs> at 11 o'clock at night in new york city with a group of guys a group of eight guys that he's out. oh with. no you can't and do he's that he's not that close with <laughs> you can't do I, that no one else was paying attention because it was loud everyone's having a conversation yeah but i'm sitting in front of this guy and my jaw just dropped and i go did anyone else just hear that and i The straight – that I I need your thoughts on this because that was disturbing behavior to do at a cigar bar.
1: Yeah. uh, You go to a cigar lounge and if you like cigar lounges, you really like them because you like the Mm -hmm. bourbon and you like the smoke and you like the big leather chairs. You really like them. Um, People that don't like them, if you're in there, you got to pretend to like them or else you're going to – you're just going to stick out horrifically. You don't go to the cigar lounge and you don't get – Flatbread pizza, and you don't get a chocolate lava cake. You, those are if I didn't wait, I missed a part. Wait, he uh, also then ordered a vodka cradle. No, you don't do that there. You do not do that there. <laughs> that is unhinged. That's unhinged. That's that's somebody uh, that that is uh, a uh, uh, I think you should leave skit. That's what that is. It's yes, that's exact. What, what are you doing? What are you getting? What, What's the order? Chocolate lava yes. cake. I want a chocolate lava cake. No, you don't do that here. <laughs> you don't do that there in New York City. <laughs> if you're doing that, uh, uh, I don't know in Tallahassee. Okay, sure. That's you get it's a, shot. That's what are a little you different. About? I'm just saying, New York City. You got the ambiance. You got everything. Yeah. That's what you're doing there. Okay, it's you're not you're not sitting next to some sunburned old man, uh, uh, just chilling in the cigar lounge where no one really right. cares. And and you know what? It is vain. I'd say this is a vain conversation where people can live their lives and order what they want, but there's an appearance to put up in a cigar lounge. There's an appearance where you know what you're doing. There's an appearance. You know what you're ordering. There's an appearance. Hey, look at this. Even if I don't like it, I'm going to pretend like I'm someone that likes this because Mm. that's just that's the scene. That's the scene you're in, not party time, fun time, flatbread uh, eater. Nope. Don't like him. I You should not.
0: you should lose his number. I'm not. Fr- I'm not really friends with him. Like I just kind of like an acquaintance. He's closer friends with like one one buddy. Like invited him to come. What with does us he do for he a sometimes- living? Ah, uh, he went to Delaware. He works in a in a like a law office. But he actually had previously worked and nope. did a little sports media work. And he wants to get back into it. The pandemic kind of. I was having this. I was having a very serious conversation with him about this while he was eating the chocolate lava cake. And hey, guzzling his, his
1: vodka cranberry. I'm gonna make an announcement to him. You're not. Yeah. You're not cut out for it. You're not cut out. for it. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Stay John. at the law office. You're not cut out for that either. You're not cut out to work at a law office because you're not representing me. And I don't want. No, I,
0: he's not a lawyer. He's like admin. It's like an administrative. That's role. almost it's worse. Administ- that's almost worse. Oh no! Because any bozo can work in an admin. I don't want him touching. My not that he's papers. a bozo.
1: I don't want him touching my papers
0: like my final point before we transition because I try not to to do the opening monologue too long, I just the thing that throws me off the most is the fact that he the fact that he did this with a group of guys that he's not that close with, like we knew him in high school, he wasn't in our friend group in high school. We we're also hanging out with a kid that we hadn't seen for eight years because he moved to another country and he moved back to New York City. Not the vibe to order that. That's the strangest part for me. I think it was because he was really drunk and he just wanted a chocolate lava cake yeah still also part of growing up and i've learned this as we're both
1: growing up and Mm -hmm. i think you're learning this also um is knowing what to get it's knowing where to get it
0: or how to fake
1: it too, or how to fake it that you yeah you don't
0: you don't like cigars you you get the cheapest one and you just you choke on it a little bit and you don't finish you don't you don't go to a
1: steakhouse and order chicken or fish you go to a steak house and get steak. That's what yes. growing up is. If you know somebody in your life that does the opposite and just
0: wants what they want, they're still a child. It's kind of based now that I think about it, actually. It's kind of based. It's just not just based. Sh- You're not going to let this be sure based. Like,
1: You're not going to flip this around and what? have that be based. No, no. I a made a good bit. argument and you can't it. Be. No, it's not based.
0: Because I don't know if it's childish. It's a little based. It's like, yeah, I want chocolate cake. Mm-mm. It's milk. eleven o'clock and I'm I'm drunk and I'm hungry. He's I want unhinged.
1: Cake. It's not based. That's okay. not based.
0: All right. Well, let let the comments decide. Okay, <laughs> let the
1: comments decide if you should order a, a a dessert at a at a cigar lounge.
0: Oh man. Well, I thought you'd be entertained. Bring by... a hot dog um... to
1: the opera. Why don't you? That'll work. That's what you're <laughs> supposed to. You don't see me rolling into the Kennedy Center with stains all over
0: my shirt. You understand where you're going. <laughs> oh God. Um. All right. Well, we do have a preview to get to. We're talking about we're talking about the Big Twelve today, Sean. So the conference last year that was the Big Twelve. It was a little odd, but a very weird, weird vibe. Very to it, fun in the sense that it had a lot of mid-tier teams, like a lot of mediocre, inconsistent teams. The big brands they didn't really live up to the usual hype. And Texas was Texas, like they usually are. Yeah. But then there was the crown jewel, Sonny Dykes. They led TCU to the promised land. Everyone knows who paid attention to Hack City knows that we're TCU homers. Now, Sean, I hate to do this to our our listeners, our TCU listeners that might think that we're abandoning them. We kind of are. I am. I don't know about. I I am abandoned. They They put the most. Amount of talent and most of their key production into the NFL. Max Duggan is gone. Kendra Miller is, is gone. Multiple key defensive players are now gone. I don't know, man, if they're if they're going to be able to re-up. I think that their 13-2 and two year, a great season, is going to be impossible to replicate. Could Sonny Dykes get them to nine wins? I think that that could be certainly plausible. But they will not be back in the Big Twelve championship game. I'm sorry to say that.
1: Yeah, that there's other teams that have better athletes. I don't know if they have a better coach. I don't know. I mean, Sonny Dykes made a great case last year of being, "Hey, I'm top dog in this conference. That's this is me. This is what I do. Look what I turned." And you know, it, it was a magic team. And we acknowledge that both of us magic team. It happens. Sometimes it happens. Mm. Sometimes Lehigh beats Duke. Okay. I still think they were structured well enough. Their offense played well, uh, and they made the most out of the players that they had. They made, they, they got everything that they could out of the players. So magic team this year, you can't expect the same thing. You just cannot do that. They weren't dominant last year. They were they snuck by they because were, of the juice that they had they were great, uh, but they weren't
0: dominant. They were great to watch. Let, rather, let me let me push back slightly on that. I think that they were very offensively dominant, despite not being like tremendously talented. Not having a bunch of five stars, like what they got out of Quentin Johnston in his production yes. was a big reason why they were successful. But the biggest reason why I'm concerned for their outlook is the fact that Garrett Riley's gone. I gave, and I will give, so much credit to Garrett Riley to the offensive success they had last year because he schemed up one of the best offenses all year long. That offense didn't show up against Georgia, and that was concerning. But I think that Clemson, once we get to that ACC preview, is going to take that next step because NK Klubnick is going to be a Heisman finalist potentially because he has Garrett Riley. It is one of the most difficult things ever in 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 the history of college football in football in general to replace an elite coordinator. It is oh in it, it is a tale as old as time. It's, it's that there's gonna be a you, know, you could recover in a couple of years. I'm with you. But that first year
1: is always going to be a down year. I'm trying to it's think it's always gonna be a down year. Uh recent memory, the only team that I think that's done that uh well is the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> replacing their defensive coordinator every year. Yeah that's that's yes. that's outlier outlier we're just a factory
0: for this somehow. Also the But also the NFL, I think, is a little bit easier to find those those replacements than it is in the college level because there's just so many openings and so many coaches. Yeah, and then
1: understanding, have a coordinator's depth of understanding of a college team uh, is so valuable because everyone's still so raw that mm-hmm. you have to be able to hide the weaknesses way better. NFL, everyone's professional, okay? We're just going to have to make the right call and hopefully the ball falls our way. College, who knows what's going on out there? Who knows what's going on in this next play? Everyone's still so yes. raw. So having a coordinator that's confident, I remember dude, the way that they were dealing it up versus Michigan and, and just no fear. This is what we're going to do. This is the football we play. That gives me confidence of a culture, but not of the team. And I just do it again. Do, do, show me mm. something this year that is consistent and I'm not hating and I'm not doing it, but you have to show me something back-to-back or else I'm not going to buy in. I'm not. And I've done that with FCS teams, pro teams. Yeah. I'm not going to invest in Magic Team 2.0 unless I see Magic Team the continuation.
0: Yes. Now, Sean, with that in mind, just before we give our prediction on if they're going to hit their their win total, uh, their non-conference is Colorado, Nichols, SMU, and BYU, which is not that difficult, but I think where they're going to get beat up is that with all those close games that they snuck out of, they're not going to sneak out as out of nearly as many. Their predictive per bet online, which is our betting sponsor on this program, their win total is over seven and a half. Are you taking the over or the under? I just to throw out there. I am taking the over, but I'm this is not a bet I'm going to put a lot of money on. I think they get to eight. I think that they can reach eight. It's, it's doable for eight, but I'm not super excited about that because they they could stumble a little bit more than I'm predicting.
1: Here, You know what? They bought enough uh, goodwill with me last year where I say, okay, they could probably beat West Virginia. That's, that's a baseline for me. Middling West hmm. Virginia, can you beat them? Texas Tech, they probably get beat by Texas Tech. I don't think they beat Texas next year. Uh, Baylor, who knows? Who knows? Baylor's different year to year. Why have you never invested in Baylor, Sean? Because they're different year to year, and their coach is a psychopath. Dave Aranda, se- he's a crazy person. But yeah, TCU, they can, you know what? They can get eight wins. They can get eight wins. This is going to be a sweaty, it's going to be sweating all year. Every game, still sweat. That's what it's going to be.
0: Now, the other purple team that did win the Big 12 this past season was Kansas State. Who I'm actually pretty excited about it. They were 10-4 last year. Had a bit of a disappointing loss against Tulane. They also got completely stomped out by Alabama in their bowl game. They're going to have to recover from the fact that they do not have Deuce Vaughn. They also are losing some other players like Julius Brents on their defense. But they're not completely depleted. I'm actually pretty optimistic, Sean, about what Kansas State can do next year. Because one, they return one of the best interior offensive linemen in the country. This is a Peter Skaronsky-level good interior offensive lineman in Cooper Beebe. My man is a pit bull type of an offensive lineman in the interior. Love the mentality that he brings to the position. But then on top of that, Will Howard took over the reins of the quarterback position for a guy that I have said stunk in Adrian Martinez. And Will Howard looked really good at the end of the season. You're being Big reason, but big reason why they won the Big 12. No, 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 because this team was not on the tracks. It, it Adrian Martinez rode this thing into a sewer. No, he was taking it to glory. That's what he, he was doing. The, this thing was rolling so far off the tracks, it was just barreling into Watch a pit. Watch it your mouth. Watch your mouth. barreling into a pit. And you know what Will Howard did? He wrangled that train, he got it back on the tracks, and they won the Big 12 because of him. Now, Will Howard was a very highly recruited kid. He was a four-star recruit, I believe, which is not often that a team like Kansas State is going to pull a guy like Will Howard. Um, I think that that his progression and the general direction of this team is in a pretty good spot. I I don't think that they're like a lot of these other teams in the Big 12, especially like TCU, that they're depleted now after having a really good year last year. I think they're getting even better, which we need to give them more credit for being the potential... Possible winners for this conference. And I'm going to throw this out there. I'd rather bet on them than Texas because Texas has done nothing but disappoint and Kansas state has done nothing but
1: surprise. I know. I know. Um, We'll get to tech. I have thoughts on Texas. Everyone has thoughts on Texas. That's why it's Texas. I'm with you on Kansas state. I'm with you. Uh, I like that you use Pitbull because I use bull shark. That's the,
0: he, he, oh,
1: I didn't even notice that you wrote that. Yeah, down. that because when he's doing cleanup, it looks like what was the movie where Sylvester Stallone played the shark? He looks like that character, the, the shark man. That's what he yes, looks like. Yes. He's just neck, thick shoulders. Wide. He's an NFL guard. This is an NFL guard that we're watching on Kansas State. Yes, that is who he is. I love Cooper. Beebe. Watched him today. Yes. Play for my team, please. Be that guy because he is that guy. Uh Will Howard, in on Will Howard. I mean, he does some weird things with his feet sometimes, just unnecessarily, like a golfer swing almost. Freaks me mm. out a little bit. Stop doing that. Uh, but it's kind of your a- off-platform. Hey, I'm just gonna skip this rock across the the, the water. He's big as shit, too. I know man. he's I love huge. That. He, he's he's huge back there. You uh, know I'm
0: a hack and I'm obsessed with the big guys. I know. Like I just, you know that. I'm
1: with you, uh, but I'm in. I'm 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 in. I know that they lost the Messiah last year, uh, so it's going to be tough. Um, but I got to get a jersey of his. Um, Martin Martinez, not uh, Will Howard. And then the uh, the other key player that you put in the dock, uh, Kobe Savage. Uh, they're is that not back. one of the
0: coolest names? It's in college a great football. name. That needs to be talked about. More. It's a
1: fantastic name. Great DB name, and uh, he is. This is going to sound like Sean's making a, a reach. Oh no. It's going to sound like it. And I'm not it saying he is. is, uh, his mannerisms, Tyron Matthew esque not saying he is Tyron Matthew after he makes a play energy guy, electric, okay. mean defensive back, just not afraid to, 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 uh, uh, get up in the box and make a big tackle thumper. And he's just got range. He's not a a, a tall Richard Sherman defensive back. He's, He's just there. He's just there, which I like. I like him. I
0: think he's a good defensive back also. So their over-under is set at eight and a half wins. I believe that's attainable, but to put some context on this, their non-conference schedule, SEMO, which, oh my God, I, I'm going to get picked up. Kansas State fans hate me, by the way. I forgot. I just remembered this. They they were really upset with me because I – Because you were disrespecting shit, their Lord. Because I shit on Adrian Martinez relentlessly. There was no need. and He's yeah, fantastic. Go screw. Uh, even though the headline of this is probably going to be Kansas State will win the Big 12. And I'm just sitting here just being – I'm being mean to the fans but supporting the team. Figure that one Why? out, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Southeastern Missouri is actually a sneaky good FCS program for next year. They actually have a couple NFL guys in that roster. So putting that out there, pay attention. Troy, we spoke very highly of when we did um, the Sunbelt preview. Yeah, Sunbelt preview. They are a two-lane type team that could, if you're not showing up to the game, you're not, and you're looking past them, like an App State type, type sure, team. sure. I okay, I point. see where you're going. You're I looking past you're them. You're like, oh, we, this is in the bag. We got this. And then you're like, oh, why Why are we only up by seven? Oh, why, wait, they just returned that kickoff to the 50-yard line. There's only two minutes left. What's What's happening right now? That's a team to watch out for. Probably going to beat them. And then they also play Missouri, who's not as bad as I think a lot of people think that they are. Or is not, not is a lot worse than people think that they are. That being said, I am bullish on Kansas State though. I think that they will be playing in the Big Twelve Championship game at the end of the year. Maybe against Texas. Maybe it's Oklahoma but I'm taking the over on the eight and a half, uh, Kansas, uh, Kansas state rather can beat any team on their schedule
1: this year. They can beat yeah. Texas tech. They can beat TCU. They can beat Oklahoma state UCF. Nice to see you, uh, Texas. They can beat, um, and they can beat Baylor. That's what they can do. Uh, they can do it. I think Chris Kle- Kleiman is a great coach. Uh, and he was able to adapt last year and put in, um, young and will Howard instead of you know, after the Adrian Martinez situation. So he was a good coach. That was a good decision. Uh, I, so I think that they can win all of those games. I would take the over on this just because also it's not like when we were talking about the Pac-12 where we're like, oh my God, somebody's got to start losing these games. No, there's yeah. going to be plenty of teams in the big
0: 12 that are losing these games. There's going to be plenty of wins to go around. Right, right. Uh, Texas now, which is the butt of every single joke. Every single year. This is supposed to be their year, though. According to Urban Meyer, this is a national championship winning roster right back? now that we're looking at. Are they back? Are, you, Are they back? You think we're going to do that They're 8-5 last year. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be the reoccurring. The minute they lose one game, that's going to be the first thing that's posted. Probably by my counterpart, Blake, mm-hmm. is probably going to be the first thing that he posts. No, he would like eight eight and five Texas. 5 last year. <laughs> no, he loves them. 8-5 uh, last year. Quinn Ewers took over for quarterback. He's going to be the start of this upcoming year. One of the highest rated quarterback recruits ever. has every tool in the toolbox. I think he lacks the confidence to get to where he needs yep. to be. I also think that he was banged up that hurt him a little bit last year. They also have a lot of athletes on offense. Jatavian Sanders is one of the best young tight ends in all of college football. He's He isn't getting talked about enough. Xavier Worthy is going to be one of the higher drafted receivers in the upcoming draft class. And then they also pulled A.D. Mitchell, who was a key piece in the Georgia receiving room, albeit not like monstrously productive, was still a key important player in that uh, receiving group for Georgia. On their offensive line as well, Calvin Banks was an, uh, an underclassman last year and very dominant on their offensive line and then at linebacker Jalen Ford is just another guy to to pay attention to who, you know, had all conference accolades uh, last season. Yeah, uh
1: uh I like that Ewers got his haircut. I do. Uh
0: Ryan brought that up too for some reason. Look. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. He can be
1: Brett Favre, uh but he's playing into the Brett Favre character a little bit. Cut your hair, you're Quinn Ewers. Stop being a car. You're 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 being a caricature of ca- Quinn Ewers. Be Quinn yeah. Ewers, quarterback, confidence, gunslinger. Oh, is that you? Fifty yards down the sideline. Let me flick my wrist and get it to you right into bread basket because I can do that. I'm Quinn Ewers. I'm not. Oh, hey, look at me. Uh, my car keeps on getting towed, and I have uh, a, a, a silly haircut. Quarterback. No, <laughs> nope. I don't know because you, you're either. Trevor Lawrence, who can do it? You're, you're Trevor Lawrence, who has the long hair. You're Clay, yes. you're Clay Matthew, your potential Hall of Famer. Troy Polamalu. these are the hair guys. You're not a hair guy yet. And if you're if you're a hair guy, and you don't succeed. Spotlights on you, pal. It is. And it, it's on it from for me. I don't know why. I, I think it's uh uh I you know what? I think he looks better. I hope that his confidence is affected positively. And I agree. He has so many weapons at Texas this year. The offense, every I'm watching. Oh, you could throw to him, 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 him. Do it, Sarkeesian. Do it, please. College football would be so fun if we had a really good Texas team, would it not? It would just yes. It would. It's too. It's too big of a team to let just sit there in limbo. You, do it, finally, Texas. Give us something that we could really get juiced up for, and I think they can.
0: Now their win total is set at nine and a half, and that's just really that's depressing it. for me. Uh, look, I'm just going to be blunt: nine and a half wins is way too high for any Texas team. They, they, why would we? Why do we do this every year? Why do we set this this high expectation for a team that's still yet to prove themselves? And nine and a half doesn't sound like a high number; it doesn't. But I'm not taking the over on that. That's not, there's a good chance that doesn't hit. It's a bad bet to because, take. Because what's going to happen, and their non conference is actually not hard, but it's not easy because they play Rice in Wyoming, but they have to go to Alabama, yeah. which I'm going to say right now, that's a guaranteed loss. That's a loss. You can't beat Alabama at home the way that you played them. You're not going to beat them at Alabama. That's not going to happen. Nine and a half wins if they make it to the Big 12 championship game probably gonna be right at nine wins yeah i i don't know man i just this it they are such an inconsistent team and they do not ride momentum well and they kind of fall apart way too easily as they kind of did at the end of the season last year sarkeesian's got to prove it to me i know that you are a big steve sarkeesian fan but he's got <laughs> uh, to prove oh yes
1: steve's oh, don't i'm not it was a long time ago in atlanta when steve <laughs> was there i was a little harsh at times mm-hmm. um I wish I wasn't as harsh, but he broke my heart every week. Um, yeah, Texas's best performance last year. I mean, I'm not going to talk about the Oklahoma beat down 49 nothing. Sure, Oklahoma was dumpster fire last year. Uh, it was in a loss mm-hmm. to Alabama. That was their best performance last year. They lost 20-19. to Tell me a performance that they put up against some of these other teams that you would say was better than that. And they lost. You're going to lose to Alabama. You're not going to get 10 wins, but you can make it fun for everybody if you get nine. You could make it really fun. Use your weapons. Uh, uh, go out there. Be confident. Play football. That's all they have to
0: do. It's it's right there. Texas Tech, the other Texas team, 8-5 last year. A little surprising. They had some good games. They also beat Texas last year. Yep. Now, one thing that I always love to point out is that the man calling the plays is... Mr. Zach Kitley. Now, those who don't know who Zach Kitley is, came from Houston Baptist, worked with a guy named uh, Bailey Zappi, and then he went to Western Kentucky and worked with a guy named uh, Bailey Uh Zappi. And they produced some of the most productive athletes in all of college football for a couple of seasons. And had a strong year last year. And I think that this Texas Tech team Could maybe uh, surprise some people. Could put up some numbers and put up some juice. Now, they're returning a lot of the same guys, but there's one guy that I highlighted that I want to bring up. They added Dre McCray, the Austin P wide receiver, who no one is talking about. He had a really good game against Alabama when Austin P played Alabama. Wasn't garbage time yards. Did everything in his power to be productive. I believe he had 90-something yards. He had like eight or so receptions. I'm a big fan of what he puts on tape. Not a big guy. Not a deep speed guy. Very quick very good route runner this offense has a lot lot of sneaky pieces to it i'm not saying that they're going to win the division but texas tech always feels like a team that can knock teams they're out. always dangerous texas tech yeah. going into lubbock it, it
1: sounds terrible to me it sounds terrible yes. if i'm a college football player what well, am were was <laughs> um if, if 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 flem said hey fellas we're going to Lubbock this year. Texas Tech, that's that's our that's our uh non-FCS. We're going to Lubbock with with those monsters in the crowd behind us? No. I, sorry coach, not flying. Not doing it. it, it it's crazy. It, it's super passionate. Uh Texas Tech is great. They have a, a little tough. We got to play Oregon earlier in the year. Yeah. Uh, and then it but last year they produced moments where like this, this is Big 12 football. This is what I'm in for. Give me some scoring. Give me some defense that makes me want to rip my hair out because I bet on you and you don't want to tackle in the defensive backfield. It's okay. That's Big 12 football. They're fun. They're dangerous. And they beat Texas last year. It's great. Keep, just keep, it, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. I can't get enough. I can't get enough. I'm a Big 12 guy. I think I'm a Big 12 guy.
0: But you don't have any Big Twelve hats. Over/under is set at seven and a half wins. I'm going to take the under no. on that. I'm going to be completely blunt here. I I don't know, man. Play. I'm going to play Oregon. They do play Tarleton. They do play Wyoming. But uh, I'm taking the over. I'm taking the. I'm taking the over. Why? Why? Why not? It's gunslinging Lubbock. Go ahead. Let, let's go Deep out and analysis. have some fun. Deep analysis that you get here on the pod. <laughs> I'm taking the under. Uh, they, Sean, they
1: could beat Wyoming. They that.
0: They will beat Wyoming. They're not. I don't think they're not being in Oregon. No, be, I didn't say that they,
1: they weren't. They could steal from that, Kansas. I'm sorry for cutting. Bad timing here.
0: All I was saying is that they could get picked apart by having to play Kansas State, and uh, actually, they they don't have to play. They don't have to play Oklahoma. I don't know. I'm still sticking with the with the under on this. They could lose to BYU. They could. Right. So that's that's where I think that game could turn the whole bet around. It really could. Sean, our last team here, Mm. Oklahoma, who was 6-7 this past season. Mm. They're projected at over 9.5 wins, which is pretty spicy. Dylan Gabriel returns a quarterback. I have been a little bit harsh on Dylan Gabriel on some other programs. You're not the only one. I've I've been been harsh at times as well. He's been inconsistently healthy. When he's healthy, he's a pretty good quarterback. I'm going to sit here and admit that. They also had one of the craziest portal halls – out of any of these teams. And it starts with the fact that they pulled the son McCullough, who is an extremely talented edge rusher from Indiana was a, a total mismatch. Ended up at Indiana. Cause I believe his dad was on the coaching staff was a four star recruit. And he transferred to Oklahoma this off season. I think albeit They are depleted. They lost Marvin Mims, They lost Anton Harrison. I, I, look, I'm going to say this. I think that, that Oklahoma is on a better trajectory, and I think that we're way too aggressively against Brent Venables. If someone is going to get this team right and make them defensively stout, it's Brent Venables.
1: I, I'm not in. I'm not in. I'm not in on Dylan Gabriel. I'm not in on Venables. Uh, last year was atrocious,
0: Joe. They were atrocious they were they were demolished by the portal every kid that was recruited by lincoln dipped i got gotcha. that's, that's really hard to recover it's from. it's
1: terrible to recover recover from and that's why i have to stay out uh you beat kansas by t- 10 that's good uh you lost 49 to nothing to texas how's that possible you lose to west virginia last year lose to texas tech uh you lose to florida state florida state was better i mean what are you hanging your hat on? What game are you hanging your hat on last year? The The beatdown of Nebraska? I'm not in on Dylan Gabriel. I don't like his motion. I don't like his delivery. I think he throws balloons. Uh, and I, not ducks, but it's just floating there waiting to get picked off. I don't think his pocket presence is that sharp. Uh, I think that he has the ability to throw the ball kind of hard. And he can run on a design quarterback run. So that's enticing to a college football play caller. I get it. I understand the upsides. I don't like the downsides. I especially don't like the downsides. So I'm not in. That's not a quarterback that I see winning a ton of games in the Big 12 this year. I don't see them winning uh, uh nine games with him at the helm. I don't. Under.
0: All right. That's fair. Under. That's way under. That's fair. Yeah, they're over-unders at nine and a half. They could go six and seven I'm, again next year. They really could. I'm optimistic on their outlook, but I think that they they get stymied at nine wins. I think that they that's can't crazy. progress past that. But I, I don't believe that they don't have a disturbing non-conference schedule like some of these other teams do, where like Texas has to play Oklahoma, uh, has to play Alabama and Texas has to play Oregon. Like That's tough. But I think that they can get to nine wins or at least eight. But again, that nine and a half number, that's a juiced number by idiots that are you know, just trying to buy into the fact that they had a good recruiting cycle. Their success is going to come – I think their real success is going to come the following season.
1: I think they lose to Cincinnati. I think they lose to Texas. I think they lose to Oklahoma State. I think they lose to TCU.
0: They could lose to – I don't think they lose to BYU. They They could lose to Tulsa. This is why we call it Hack City. This is why we call it X City. At Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio. It's going to wrap us up on. We'll be back next week. Enjoy your weekend, folks.
1: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V
0: on YouTube.